Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Welcome back, Elevate Nation. This is Tyler Chester. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I want to ask you a question that I ask you every single time. Are you ready to take it to another level? I know that I am. And I know that, you know, with today's guest, with today's outstanding guest, uh, my friend Mark Cortez, I want to welcome Mark to the show. Mark, how are you, sir? I am excellent. Thank you so much. I'm probably having one of the better uh, weeks of my life. So thanks. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, we were talking just briefly about that uh, before we got started recording here. So definitely want to hear more about that. I uh, want to know more about you. But before we do that, I want to just welcome Elevate Nation back to the show because, you know, our mission is to identify and apply how the best of the best are raising that bar personally, professionally. Um, in real estate investing and beyond and beyond because look, there's so much more to life than just the nuts and the bolts of, you know, doing a deal or, you know, operating your business. And really, this is a masterclass this is a mastermind session for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through real estate investing, but ultimately in their life. And um, really, what we would, you know, at this point, if you would appreciate, if you appreciate what we're doing, we would appreciate if you subscribe to our show, um, you know, give us a rating, give us a review, please do that. We, we, it, it helps us reach our message to more people. Ultimately, we'd like to reach millions and millions of people with this message. And, and I know today's show is going to be phenomenal because we have Mark Cortez with us. And I want to tell you a little bit about Mark. He's an entrepreneur turned investor who focuses on angel investing and real estate. His most recent championship was joining an early stage, early stage venture in 2014 that went public two years later and became the leading company in its sector. Now he is in pursuit of his lifelong passion of acting. And so Mark and I got to know each other a few months ago, earlier this year at a real estate conference. And, you know, he really struck me so quickly as somebody that I wanted to be a friend, be, be his friend, honestly, because he... He has such a great, um, you know, measured energy. But, but Mark, I want to welcome you to the show, and I really want to know more about you as a as a man behind behind the bio. You know, tell me a little bit about Mark Cortez as a man. Yeah, thank you, Tyler, for having me here. I'm I'm so excited as it's my first podcast that it, uh, it focuses on what real estate can do for you purposefully and and beyond. And I've listened to a lot of very technical real estate podcasts. And I've been around that community, but I think the why, the purpose underneath that uh, really speaks to me and is a theme that I've carried throughout my entire life. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, how am I making an impact? What kind of legacy do you want, want to leave? So when you ask me uh, who Mark Cortez is, uh, you gave me, I, you know, you gave me or you gave the, the nation the resume description, uh, but I love to view myself as someone who uh, who has this energy of making their wildest dreams come true. If their life were a movie, what would that movie look like? If uh, you could do anything you want uh, and go rest uh, in your deathbed two, three, four, five years from now, what would that be? If morbid thought, but what would that be? If if at if you were facing the end of your life, uh, what would you truly be happy with? So that's the energy I come to the world with. It took me a while to get there. I, I've had a lot of mentors and friends and relationships that have helped me grow to that level uh, beyond uh, materialistic needs and wants. But 
that's who I am at my core. Uh, I want everyone to believe they can do whatever they want. They can create a life by their design. And re that reality is very negotiable in this world. That's amazing. I, I love the thought of if my life were a movie, what would it be like? How could I design that? You know, a lot of people don't ever really think about how they can actually create the life of their dreams. They just go about in the reference that they had, you know, from before or what, you know, what's the common life and they, they step into that. And so I'm curious to know, you know, with just briefly getting to know that very inspiring thought and something that we can all apply in our own lives is, you know, what, what was it? Was there an, was there an event in your life or was there something that happened or was it a process that got you to a point where you just said, look, I'm drawing a line in the sand and I'm only, you know, tolerating uncommon results. I'm only going to tolerate an, you know, an elevated life or was it, what happened with you? Yeah, I have, I have one event recently, but I think where that grew from uh, was my childhood. And uh, my parents were immigrants from the Philippines. Uh, they did their best growing up here in America and raising a family. But I always had this feeling of uh, restraint and not from them, but in what I was doing in school or uh, outside of school or even uh, experiences I faced like in the professional world. So there was always a desire within me to have a, a, a rich and free life and, and rich in the sense of a very liberated and one created by my design. But over time, uh, that's built up. And I have to love my parents so much for never telling me what to do, never forcing me to take a certain career path. I know that's a, a stereotype amongst the Asian community, but thank God my parents have never done that. And all they did was love me and tell me I had a home to come to um, for as long as I, I could live. Uh, more recently, uh, I was part of that IPO that you mentioned, and I tried so many startups for the last eight years. I've co I helped co-found and grow and part be part of certain exits. And at some point, uh, I, I got to the, uh, a level of uh, resource resources where uh, I, I just faced myself in the mirror and asked, like, what would you do if you were going to die in a year or two years or three years or four or five? And... Uh, what would you spend the rest of your life doing right now if you knew that? Because essentially that is the reality. We don't really know. So when I uh, became more in touch with my, uh, with my existence, then I became asking myself those hard questions. And I've been asking those questions to myself since college. <laughs> but more recently did I finally come to a decision. And lo and behold, um, I'm here trying to pursue acting full time. And I'm still holding and growing my real estate portfolio, my angel portfolio, managing my own fund, my own investments. And what you said in the beginning was so truthful because real estate is one of those tools and resources and avenues that help you build that life. And I don't want to let go of that. I'm investing. I invested in a deal this week. And, uh, you know, I think that gives me a competitive advantage in terms of building a longer runway versus most artists who are just purely focused on acting. So I'm kind of taking this holistic approach and uh, that's my long-winded answer, but little nuggets in there of, you know, family, uh, growing up, uh, not having a lot, and then also uh, working my ass off to a point where I can choose and, and basing that decision on uh, what I would do if, if life were, were, ne were near ending. Yeah, I read a book recently called The Untethered Soul, which I think many, many of our listeners may have heard of and maybe you have as well. But, um, you know, one thing that he talks about in that book is to remember that death is not only, you know, 
possible, but it's inevitable. And you can, you, you don't have to look at that as a, you know, as a bad thing or necessarily, you know, something to make you feel sad or, or even morbid, you know, as we kind of discuss that thought, but it's really something to say, look, you know, today's the day, you know, you don't have to wait until tomorrow. And, um, you know, I love the thought of committing to, well, what, what would I do if I had two years left or one year left and, and going ahead and doing that now. So tell me about, you know, it sounds like at this point you've, you've accomplished some things professionally and you've afforded yourself the opportunity to still be smart about continuing to build your portfolio, continuing to invest in real estate as well as other startups and tech organizations. And so um, tell me about, you know, stepping into your passion while you're doing that. I also love the thought. I want to honor you for building, you know, some practicality in your life while you chase your passion. And that gives you so, so much more of a foundation to be able to you know, jump off that ledge and know that you're going to fly. And so, so tell me more about that passion and, and how did that, how did that get started in your life? Yeah. As a child, uh, I, my father was an architect that was deeply involved in art and sketching and drawing. And I got my first camera maybe at seven years old and my dad has nine brothers and sisters. So they all have kids who are my cousins and then my mother has 10. So they all have kids who are my cousins. I was surrounded by the, and every million, I would take that camera and film skits and have the time of our lives. And I would look forward to that every single year. So that's always been a passion of mine to be an artist. And at some point, my father told me when I graduated high school, uh, that architecture would not make enough money. And he was an architect and I said, dad, you know, I want to be an architect like you. And he's like, well, uh, they don't make enough money. And he, he was giving me his honest opinion based off of his experience in America. But as I know now, after being on this world for a number of years I have, you can really create what you want. Uh, so uh, that's something I didn't realize in the beginning, so I tucked that away. And then I tried to do that and quit my job in 2012, and I failed miserably. And then I worked my ass off for the next couple of years, and now I'm back uh, learning from that experience with immense resources that that's not going to happen again. So I, I took a chance, I've been burned, and now I'm back trying to fight for it. And uh, I'm stepping into that passion now more so because uh, I'm very satisfied with my professional career. I spent the last eight years in tech entrepreneurship, media companies, uh, growing uh, my professional resume. And uh, I, the movie Crazy Rich Asians that came out last year really inspired me uh, as a market opportunity. As an entrepreneur, I'm looking at the market, seeing where we can create solutions or even uh, feed the demands of consumers. and when I noticed how well that movie did and how much of a need uh, media uh, from that community uh, was necessary and what I wanted as a kid, uh, it really inspired me to jump into it and, and to jump into it with as much practicality as I am right now. So um, I, I, I love every day I wake up, I have a mission, I have a passion, I have a purpose to help represent um, you know, people that look like me on screen, uh, people that I didn't see growing up in, in, in roles like superheroes or romantic leads. Uh, it's a wide open field, it's a young community and there's a lot of room to grow. And I'm really attacking it as if I was a business that I'm selling to Marvel, that I'm selling to John Chu, director, the director of Creative Asians. Uh, I'm building like, what are my finances look like? Uh, how's my cash flow? What's my marketing? Uh, how healthy am I? Like, what's my runway? All of that, I'm treating myself as a company that I'm gonna sell to one of these movies one day. Uh, but I, so I'm, I'm basically molding everything I've learned for the last eight years and applying it to a creative lens and tying it to a really ripe market opportunity. 
That is insane. I love that thought. I read about recently the thought of innovation is, you know, applying and understanding ideas from one industry or one, you know, sort of thought process or realm of your life and applying it to something that may be considered completely different. And the whole thought of treating yourself as a, as an inspiring actor, as a business, as a company, you know, with all the different components that you've so astutely mentioned there, what a genius uh, idea there. And, you know, the other thing too, that you mentioned is creating what you want. And, you know, you're doing that, you've got a system, you've got tactics towards doing that. And I really, really think that Elevate Nation has got to take be taking notes right now, because this is huge. And so, you know, you mentioned also a few other things there that I really want to dive into. Um, because one of the thing that, you know, some of our mentors say to us is that success leaves clues, right? So curious to know, you know, as you are, you know, you're, you're stepping into your passion, you're, you're, you're living this mission driven life, you know, who are your role models, uh, as you, you know, kind of embark upon this new journey? Absolutely. Uh, one, uh, the director himself that I just mentioned, John Chu, he's absolutely a role model. Uh, he had a very strong position in Hollywood and he took that as an opportunity to uh, build this new wave and this new momentum for our community. Uh, Henry Golding, uh, who was the star of that movie, uh, has really put a new perspective on Asian American men and what other identities and roles they could play in Hollywood. Uh, on top of that, um, uh, Simu Liu, who is the uh, new lead casted actor for Marvel's uh, first Asian American superhero film. Uh, and. and Essentially, the LA community and even New York community that has been budding for many years on YouTube that I first started watching 10 years ago in my college dorm room saying, wow, they look like they're having so much fun. They're doing something that I loved as a kid, and they've been doing it for so many years. I hope to meet them one day, but uh, those, are, those are all my role models, everyone who's made a dent and an impact into this, uh, into this uh, media world uh, from that community. That's awesome. So I want to fast forward um, just a little bit here into, you know, present day, obviously, we've been talking about a lot of kind of big thoughts and big inspirations and, you know, your dreams and what you've accomplished in the past. I'm curious to know, you know, now that you are, you know, you're such a dynamic person. I mean, you've got so many different things going on. That's also a great takeaway for Elevate Nation is that you don't have to follow the traditional path. I mean, there's so many different things that you can accomplish to create that life that you want. But I'm curious to know, what are you doing, you know, right now to, to raise that bar in your own life, uh, in your own output to be able to continue to live or step into even further that life of your dreams? Absolutely. I'd say number one are coaches. Coaches made, make huge differences in my performance and in my, in my, my trajectory. Uh, I have a Tony Robbins coach, personal development coach, essentially a performance coach uh, that I, that I like to call it. And, uh, we, we know him very well together. We're, you know, he, he's helped us both tremendously, uh, and is, and will continue to do so. Uh, I've hired an acting coach, if not two, and then a martial arts coach for the action films or that superhero movie I want to be in. And I am just, uh, I have no, I I'm unapologetic about the amount of money and investment I spend on these people because they cut the learning curve incredibly. So that's one way for me to lean in. Uh, they can uh, feed all the insights uh, through all the mistakes they've made, and I can focus purely on my specific gift and my unique talent and what I can offer and apply to the table right now. So one is uh, coaching for sure. Uh, number two is uh, keeping a pulse and developing 
uh, a strong sense of self-awareness, uh, who you are, uh, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, how you react to things emotionally, um, what uh, gives you energy, uh, what kind of foods keep you healthy, uh, what kind of sleep patterns keep you sharp. Uh, just knowing yourself so well that uh, you can readjust or reorient things in your life so that you're moving twice as fast tomorrow or the next day or the next week. Uh, so self-awareness is number two and the coaching ties into that. Uh, and then number three, just keeping a strong circle around you, uh, mastermind, family, friends, uh, other ambitious people like yourself, uh, surrounding your, your mind and your ears and uh, your proximity with A plus players, uh, elevated players, right? That's really the point uh, of mastery. Uh, you, you, you go through osmosis and you, uh, you, know, you welcome all this energy from all these people who are also crushing it. And it becomes normal. It becomes your new standard. So I'd say those, those are the three coaches, um, self-awareness, and then your circle of influence, yeah, which, are I all tied, which are all tied together. But what isn't in this world, right? <laughs> I was going to say everything is tied together. You know, it's funny yeah. because just on that thought, somebody said, well, do you like personal or professional development or personal professional growth more? And I, and I, I thought to myself, well, they're the same thing. You know, yeah. everything is tied in together. Your business is a vehicle for your life. And, you know, all of these things, like you said, are so, so, you know, in co you know, they're, they're all together. And, you know, I, I just think about coaches. I mean, that's such an important distinction there about cutting the learning curve, you know, tremendously is something that's been huge for me as well. And also self-awareness is so huge. Um, you know, there are, I, I do find that at times there are, you know, quite a large amount of people who perhaps are not as self-aware. I think it's important to realize that, you know, we have, you know, a lot of us have very strong strengths in one area or some areas, and then we also have weaknesses in others. And so to have the understanding that, you know what, we don't have to be strong in everything. We've got to surround ourselves with others. And as you mentioned, I mean, this is all tied together. We're sur surrounding ourselves with a strong circle of other people who are A plus players who are in, in the mastery, you know, level in different ways. They can help bring us up and they can also help us identify whether they're our coach, they're our mastermind group, they're our friend, um, you know, they're our family members, you know. So I really love that and I appreciate you saying that. I think that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know, you know, with all of that, with speaking of self-awareness, you know, one thing I'm thinking of is, is how do you, how do you say no when you realize that maybe something that is being requested of you, or there's an inbound sort of an opportunity that comes to you that says, Hey, you know what, this is a great opportunity, but perhaps it doesn't really allow you to step into that, you know, most ideal life. How do you say no? Right, right. I think, uh, meditating every morning and going through some level of ritual that you can create on a custom level for yourself that reminds you and that grounds uh, the identity that you want to live this life uh, with. So that could be your highest form. That could be a nickname that you give yourself and you repeat it every morning. Uh, that could be a, an emotional flood of words that say, Mark, or I, I love my last name, Cortez. Cortez is that identity. And I say, Cortez is blah, blah, blah. And this is the highest form of him serving the world and loving and a multifaceted and owns real estate, invests in companies as an actor, is crushing it as, you know, leaving a legacy. That definition, which takes a lot of, lot of internal work to do, but once you form that identity, which is one of the strongest forces of the human nature, your identity, and you ground yourself with that every single day, 
then it's very easy to say no to things. Um, you know, I like if I'm training uh, 10 hours a week uh, on, on learning how to fight or, or do, you know, do a stunt, uh, alcohol is not going to serve me, right? Or at least in moderation, I, I can accept it, but, uh, or, or time spent doing not sleeping well. So I think it becomes very easy to say no when uh, you come to a crossroads, uh, you're in touch with your feeling, uh, it doesn't feel right or you're not sure, and then you ask yourself, what would my highest form do? What would Cortez do? What would that badass, I don't know if I can curse, that badass guy, who, <laughs> that badass motherfucker who just crushes the world, helps millions and billions of people uh, through his influence, um, you know, through real estate, through businesses, through acting, whatever it may be, what would he do in this moment? And having that tool, that simple five second tool in your back pocket that's been grounded with all the internal work, that makes it really easy to answer those questions. That is absolutely outstanding. And, you know, it really is key to be able to cultivate your own identity and utilizing identity statements, affirmations in terms of creating who that is. You know, what lights you up? I heard something recently, you know, it was by, you know, somebody that I'm sure both of us, you know, admired when he was on this, on this earth is Steve Jobs. And he said, you know, it's not what you're passionate about, but it's what, is, make, what makes your heart sing. And if you think about it, it sounds a little bit corny, but you know, what, what gets your heart going? What gets your blood going? And, and to be able to cultivate and really understand that identity, I love the thought that it, that that's what makes saying no easy because you know, what does not align with your identity that that's outstanding. Mm -hmm. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about beyond, beyond, you know, cultivating your identity beyond meditation and, you know, being so consistent, what are some other habits that are, you know, so, so key to your identity and to your daily life? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of water, <laughs> a lot of water, a lot of hydration, uh, clean, whole foods, a lot of green foods. Uh, it's, it's been built into my system and I seek it out every day. I don't feel great if I don't uh, consume that stuff every day. And that's really the fuel that keeps me sharp and keeps me moving. Uh, it, it's, it's the best high I can, the most healthy high I can ever achieve. So definitely my diet and what I eat. Um, uh, the language I use, uh, the way I protect it, what goes into my mind, um, who I'm taking advice from, uh, that habit of, of being on guard uh, for, you know, at the front of my mind for, do I want to consume this feeling, this emotion, this energy, this language? Is it poor? Is it, will it serve me? Will it not? Will it help me raise my standards? Uh, that's a habit I've built over time. I'm very like, keen and protective of that. Uh, and and that's, a, that's another one. And then the third one, um, uh, you know, just um, uh, just uh, consistent learning, um, consistent learning, um, never assuming everything is finite. Uh, it, it's, it's an incredible habit to realize that something can always be improved on, uh, that you can always grow, uh, because that way you'll never feel like you're missing out on something. Uh, there's always an opportunity for you to discover something. Uh, Bruce Lee was a huge component of that. He created an art form based on a philosophy that you can always keep learning something. And it's not something that you can ever teach again. Uh, even the way they're teaching it now is not what he taught it, but the idea is that it's like water. It just flows and you keep going and going. And you, you move around. And I've become very spiritual in the last couple of months because of him and a lot of high performers that I've been connected to. And that's a huge part of how they operate, becoming more spiritual and, um, you know, uh, 
yeah, it's just the, the just that energy of, of continuing to learn and grow and using that as a habit uh, is so important because if you have a bad day, you can always say, well, I can, now I can move forward. I can move forward. And that just keeps you going and going. Yeah. And I think it's so awesome to think about, you know, constant and never ending learning and improvement because, you know, when you let your curiosity drive your life, it's so amazing how passion just fulfills you. And it just, it fills your soul. I feel like, you know, if you, if you wake up and you're like, you know what, I've got so much to learn today, so much more to become today. And it's, and it's not in a stressful thought, but it's in an excited way, you know, because you have the opportunity of becoming more right. and that continuous, that consistent learning is so awesome. And being able to have empowering thoughts, you know, within your own mind, as well as how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others. And, you know, words are so important because, you know, words create emotions and then emotions create actions, actions create reality. And, yeah. and I think all that is so, so important. And then also, obviously, you know, healthy habits. I mean, you know, drinking enough water, you know, I was told, and I think you probably have been told this at some point as well Is like, just remember to breathe. You know, sometimes we forget to have, yep. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and it's all, it's like you said earlier, it's all so tied in together, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to know. I'll, I'll add one more huge habit that I forgot to mention. Practicing, sure. grat practicing gratitude is, is, is bar none like, so important. And, uh, and practicing gratitude for everything, even if you have a bad day or something that uh, seems to be a negative experience um, happen to you, like find a way to be grateful for it. Find, force yourself to find the beauty in it because that will, that will have like astronomical benefits in the future. Just anything, um, just find, find a way to be happy for everything big to the two big things every day to one small thing. Like I have toilet paper, I have a glass here that I can put water in. And that way you'll be unstoppable. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so important. And trading your expectations for appreciation is something that has really changed my life as well. And the yeah. other thought that Tony Robbins has talked about is, you know, discipline your disappointment because, you know, there's always going to be, especially if you're playing at the highest levels, there's going to be failures. There's going to be times where you get disappointed. You know, that's just a fact of, of the matter. And, you know, if you do have a failure, it's feedback and you get to course correct, you get to improve, you get to, you know, yeah. have consistent learning, which is what we just talked about. And so with that thought in mind, has there been any sort of failures that you've experienced that have set you up for later success? Oh, absolutely. And I, I touched on it earlier, but uh, I, uh, in 2012, I quit an agency job to pursue this a YouTube channel uh, during the time when all these creators were coming onto YouTube and building their li livelihoods essentially based on what they love. And I did it with no plan, uh, no niche, uh, no resources. I just quit my job point blank, uh, dove in and, and I felt the burn of not being prepared. I felt the burn of not having enough skill and I fell flat in six months. Uh, I made 10 cents on YouTube's ad revenue program. Uh, I, I, I went down to $80 in my bank account. My girlfriend and I broke up. I moved back to New Jersey uh, to my parents' house after living in a high rise in LA where CeeLo Green was on the penthouse floor and running around to Beverly Hills parties and Playboy parties. And my life just went from to like, who knows what. And I just remember breaking down and crying uh, while everyone was at work in my living room saying, what the fuck did I do? Like, and, and, and that was probably one of the lowest parts of my life. But in hindsight, it wasn't. It was a seed for where I am today. 
And it was because of that experience that really uh, seeped into my nervous system, uh, whereby I didn't have to think about what I needed to do moving forward in order to go back to that and prepare for that. Um, it was because of that experience that I am where I am today. And I met the director of Crazy Rich Asians yesterday on a plane, serendipitously, on the way to LA. And I introduced myself. I went to my seat. I wrote him a note. He, he messaged me on Twitter. And now we're, t- it's just wild. It's just wild. But it was that moment of reaching and jumping into something and getting slapped and falling and scraping my knees and then coming back years later, strong as ever. Uh, that was um, one key moment in my life that really turned me around and essentially helped me elevate to my greatest life right now. Like this is, I'm so happy with who I am. No one has to tell me otherwise. No one can affect that. Like I'm so happy with who I am today. And it's going through those rough experiences that help you get there. Yeah. And it's like what Napoleon Hill said in Think and Grow Rich. And I, I may butcher this like I butcher many quotes, but, you know, he says every adversity, you know, comes with it the seed of an equal or, or greater opportunity. And I think it's such a great reminder. You never realize it in the moment, but you just let some time pass and you stay committed and you cultivate yourself, you know, your health and your mindset and, you know, your soul and your, your, your heart and, and your craft and your technical abilities, as well as your finances and your practicality and things come together for you, you know, and, and it's like an equal or greater opportunity, you know, not just something, you know, something replaces it or fixes it, but it, it's like greater. You have to go through that exactly. to get there. So I think that's very inspiring. And so Spot on with the quote, spot on with the quote. Was I good on that? All right. All yes, right. Yes. I love, that's my favorite book. So yeah. <laughs> same here same here that's a total yeah, yeah. game changer if you haven't read think and grow rich you've got to get on that book uh 100 yep. and you've got to anchor that within your own identity you know year in and year out because it is yep. it is 1000 percent a game changer so Absolutely. speaking of inspiration you inspire me so tell me a little bit about you know what are you inspired that you're working towards right now what's a goal that you are looking to accomplish here within the next 12 months or so absolutely so uh, I turned 30 this year. I hit a wealth milestone and I asked myself uh, what I would do if life were ending in a few years or uh, on the flip side, in tandem, uh, what would you do if you didn't have to listen to anyone, which I didn't. And uh, I wanted to uh, make a mark on this movement for Asian American representation in Hollywood. And I wanted to use my smarts and real estate and everything to fund and feed that lifestyle and that passion. Uh, because as much as, you know, I, I love real estate. It's serving something beyond that for me specifically. And I had to get specific. Otherwise, if you don't have clarity, uh, which is key, then it's hard for you to achieve your goal. So I said, okay, filmmaking has always been a part of my life. As we talked about, what are the different roles? Director, producer, screenwriter, actor, et cetera. You can pick one. Pick one, man. Okay, actor. Cool. Uh, now, within acting, what would it be? I'll give you maybe two genres you could play, okay? But we have to get real specific. Otherwise, we're not going to get there. It's like romantically or superhero. I would love to play either, if not both. Absolutely, I want to play both of those roles. I'm deciding right now. And the third thing is, uh, are there any films or projects right now that are exhibiting that? And Crazy Rich Asians is definitely a film, uh, especially the sequel that's coming out in a year or two or three. And then Marvel, uh, a month later, just released the fact that they're uh, launching the first ever Asian American superhero film called Shang-Chi. And uh, that's a superhero opportunity too. So these kind of just came up uh, after I made that decision. And 
I'm hyper-focused on getting into both of those movies. And like I said, I met the director of one yesterday and I'm potentially going to meet the other one tonight um, through some social events. So uh, I have three friends that have contact with him and uh, I'm just really manifesting the shit out of this thing because it's so clear. So uh, Elevate Nation, if you have goals, if you have ambitions, if you have milestones in life, make it as clear as freaking possible and imagine that in your mind every single day and you'll you'll end up getting there one way or another as long as you don't give up as long as you don't die (laughs) yeah and you just spoke that into existence as well because now it's out there we're all going to hold you accountable for this and (laughs) not, not only is it believing that it's possible but also looking at it and saying you know what it's not only possible but it's inevitable you know it's something that will happen there's no doubt in my mind and it's easy, you know, you don't have to look at a goal as something that's just so you're toiling away at it. But, you know, it's it, it's enjoyable and it's inevitable. I love that. And, you know, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm curious to know, you know, what from a big picture and maybe even a maybe even a more granular picture, what's the driving force behind what you do and, and your purpose for, you know, driving towards your mission every single day? Absolutely. Yeah. And I've already experienced this with the recent news that, that has happened yesterday, but feeling that all to myself is no fun. I actually get a lot of enjoyment sharing it with family, friends, yourself, and people joining in this journey with me. So uh, I, I almost get off on the fact that I can pick this wild, crazy thing in the sky, run after it. Everyone's like, ah, who knows? It's going to happen. No, he's just being Cortez. Like, that's what he does. And slowly making it happen and everyone getting excited as part of that process. So uh, in in a more concise way, it's really helping people realize that you can create your own life by design. You have the chance, you have the gift to decide whatever you want in this life and it's yours. Like you get what you ask for. You absolutely get what you ask for. And even if you have any skepticism about that, you only have one life. So why not believe that to the fucking T, right? Like, why not live every day saying, like, I can do whatever I want. And that's really my driving force to share that energy with people in the world because it's a very liberating and freeing energy. And it really helps you come come to life. And I, that's, like, at a very deep level, I want people to feel that in their own way. If you uh, want to go to culinary school, if you want to be a world-class chef, if you want to uh, be a podcaster, if you want to be a fireman, whatever it may be, um, you know, just that that from point a to point b of in in that journey of really attacking something that you're willing to die for and it, it's so fulfilling and i want everyone to feel that that's my mission yeah and life by design is not only possible but it's you know it's it's inevitable if you give yourself the opportunity and the permission to ask you give yourself the permission to ask exactly what you want and think big you know there's so many people who yeah they set goals but they're not big enough you know everything is ready for the taking as long as you give yourself permission to do it. And that's what I'm so, uh, you know, inspired to be your friend is because you're in that boat. And, um, you know, it sounds like what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to a point where you can not only get there yourself, but you can also show others what's possible. Is that correct? Absolutely. 100%, 100% for sure. And bring them along and have them feel it so that they can do it in their lives. I love it, man. Well, you, you are helping thousands 
not hundreds of thousands of people do that right now. So definitely appreciate you laying that, laying that down for us. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to, we're going to move into our rapid fire section. What we do is we call this, yeah. <laughs> we, we call this the rare air questionnaire. And the reason why we call it that is because like, like we are theoretically, hypothetically climbing Mount Everest right now. We've already, we've climbed, you know, thousands of feet and, you know, we're above the clouds. Most yeah. people gave up, you know, it's me and you, and there's a few others here and it's rare. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, people's legs got tired before the air even got rare, but, but we didn't. And so, you know, what I'm curious to know, um, you know, I got, I have one question here and we've already talked about this somewhat, but I'm curious to know what is your most impactful book you've ever read and why? Think and Grow Rich, 100 million billion percent. (laughs) It's the, the mindset it provides you, the belief, the identity, uh, the what it, the foundation it was built on, like decades of uh, some of the most influential people in the world. Uh, it was their advice. It was they are essentially be, being mentors to you through that book. It's it's the definition of mastery. It's the best of the best. It's the top, cream of the crop, top of the top. Like uh, that book is just a huge foundation. I you know I try to read as. I, I will never stop reading that book. It's not a book that you pick up. It's something that you beat into your soul um, time and time again in different ways. You learn something every time, but Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, 100 million billion percent. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode I did for Elevate, I talked about that book and I remember the first time I read it, my eyes were literally crossed. I could not, I was like, what is he talking about? But then once I started to figure this out i'm like oh my gosh not only think and grow rich but think and grow whatever you want you know become an actor become a superhero you know whatever it is um you know become a you know real estate investor that owns a billion dollars worth of real estate you've got to plant that mind plant that seed in your mind and then go take massive action be persistent and you know there's so many other techniques, but it's an amazing i i can totally obviously that's my favorite book as well so yeah um, yeah yeah so um so I'm curious to know what is the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis outside of you know um you know healthy habits um you know affirmations gratitude what else are you doing to elevate your life on a daily basis Yeah yeah uh, uh, definitely uh uh giving myself permission to have recreational time with friends and family to let go to enjoy uh to not always be on, so to say, uh, 24-7. I think that balance is really powerful. Um, uh, martial arts has taught me a lot. And uh, um, what else? Oh, there, there's so many things, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a really good reminder. I think Elevate Nation really needs to take note of that one. And I know I, know I do because, you know, we're all so passionate for big visions and we sometimes we forget that, look, you've got to, you've got to implement self-care. You've got to implement, you know, and you also have to celebrate along the way. Enjoy, yes. Um, yes. smell the flowers and also just be present and have some fun, you know? So that's a, that's a really good reminder. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, yeah. You- yeah. Yeah. Put the focus on others, uh, give, uh, contribute, uh, compliment, support, uh, release it from yourself outside of, outside of that. That's exactly right. How do you elevate others around you? I try to questions that help them uh, uh, be curious about their best selves. 
uh, like, like what would the best version of you do? Uh, what is something that you always wanted? Um, what makes you happy? What makes your heart sing? I've asked that before. And, uh, and anytime there's a small win or even a big win, I double down on the celebration for them. I'll, I'll give them an extra call. I'll do a FaceTime. I'll send them a gift. Um, you know, we'll, we'll throw a party, whatever it may be. But those are key moments that uh, they may be hesitant to celebrate on their own because they're probably focused on such a big goal that they're not really giving them, they're pretty much discounting that. So it, I've made it my job to, to really push like this podcast, dude, this, like you launching this, this week after meeting you a year ago when it was not even an idea, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Like you should be so proud of yourself and I'm so happy to be on it because it's my first podcast, but damn dude, like this is, who knows where this is going to go, but I know it's only going to go up. Yeah. And I'm so honestly, like what you were just talking about is like, you know, we have all got to, you know, ask ourselves the question of what kind of friend are we to our friends? You know, what kind of empowering questions are we asking of them? You know, how are we inspiring them to celebrate, you know, stop and, and have their own self care and realize that, Hey, you know what, you're doing amazing. Cause so many times I know for sure that I can be critical of myself and, you know, we're all, we're all, looking to continually raise that bar. So obviously, you know, we're not satisfied with the results, but right. you know, we're, we're blissfully dissatisfied. You've got to realize that, you know, being in a blissful state of dissatisfaction is really, you know, the key to happiness, the key to fulfillment. And um, I love the thought of just asking those empowering questions to friends and family and those around you to really help them elevate their own life. So uh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me, uh, so Mark, uh, this has been absolutely, you know, highly enjoyable for me and something that I'll, I'll always cherish and uh, definitely appreciate you taking time to be with us today. And, um, you know, if Elevate Nation wanted to stay in contact with you, is there, is there a way that we could do that? Yeah. Instagram is probably the best. Uh, my handle is at M-R-M-A-R-C-C-O-R-T-E-Z. Or you can go onto Tyler's page and find Mark Cortez. But Instagram is the best way right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and Mark, like I said, I mean, he's such a great guy and such a fun guy. I think we will all be supporting you and really rooting for you along this on along this next path. And um, so everybody definitely stay in touch with Mark and follow him there on Instagram. And we'll definitely be sharing everything we talked about today in the show notes in terms of books, in terms of, you know, tactics and you know, so many, so many gold nuggets of wisdom. So I want to thank you again, but also I want to remind Elevate Nation that, you know, repetition is the key to learning. You know, you've got to go back and replay this episode. You've got to take notes. And most importantly from there, you've got to take massive action uh, because applying the information is the best way to learn it, the best way to anchor it into your nervous system. Um, but also teach it, share it to someone else. You know, what else have you learned today that you can truly learn better by teaching with someone else? And, um, you know, that's one thing that's really been key for me. And I know it's been the same for Mark. So, uh, you know, definitely want to appreciate everyone for being here. And Mark, I'm so grateful to have you uh, as a guest and uh, look forward to becoming more friends, you know, closer friends over the next many, many years together. For sure, Tyler. I have so much confidence in you and what you're doing. And I'm here for the long run. Whatever you need, let me know. And let's, let's elevate, right? <laughs> let's elevate. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. 
For more, visit TylerChesser.com.